Hi there. Ooh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be scared. Oh, no. <laughs> so scary to so you. So spooky. <laughs> They're coming back with another season. We have to listen to these two bitches complain more. Ooh. The horror. No. <laughs> join us you, there's surely there is not more for these ladies to kvetch about in their sessions but here we are somehow it's endless question session is back <laughs> my good girls and good guys and good non-gender binary folks and snakes and every and all day. you other beautiful creatures out there all you little snakes it's, it's good to be back yeah, this is your Feels season, good. snakes. This is your season. This this spooky season. Snakes. <laughs> we're 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 back and as as polished as ever. Uh, episode one of season two of Question Session. As promised. I am your host number one, who is very greasy and pretty sick. And, you know, the scariest thing I think about this season is when you get sick and you're not sure whether it's a cold or the virus that shall not be named. But, that you know, terrifying bonus. I sometimes have a very sexy voice. I mean, always you do. But also now listen to that gravelly. Hello. Oh, there it is. Do, do it like that. Whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Host <laughs> number one is our voice actor, actress. Yeah. <laughs> Today I'll be playing the role of sick person. <laughs> I am your host number two. And I am just very fired up about how spooky this season's gonna be. Nice, nice. That's it. I, that's, that's it. It's, I think it's, it's been a weirdly, anecdotally, it's been a weirdly hard spooky season for a lot of people. I mean, for, you know, obvious reasons, <laughs> for obvious reasons, but I think for a lot of people, like not so obvious and very specific reasons. So I think it's just been a wacky, weird time. And so it's been, I'm glad you're fired up because I, I found it hard to take a moment to be fired up. It, it can be hard. I will tell you that yesterday I texted a friend and she told me that the second I texted her, Mercury turned direct and a lot of other planets turned direct. And I said, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> and she said, that means a lot of the bad things are supposed to basically, basically it's the end of the, like, I guess planets in retrograde. Oh, worse. okay. So, so I have like, not a lot of hope, but I have like a smidge, you know? Okay. Okay. Plus I just did. <laughs> I just did some, I'm, I want to call it cardio, but it's going to be cardio in quotes because it's whatever my body's able to do at this point, And it's not much. Mm. I mean, um, I do uh, the cardio called not doing cardio. So <laughs> it's my uh, part of my, my mental self care is to, but I did that. So I'm a little, I'm a little juiced from that too. Nice. Nice. Uh, before we get started formally, on this spooky, spooky episode one, on this spooky, spooky time of year, <laughs> I want to remind everyone that the opinions that we present during the course of this podcast represent only our opinions, that of host number one and host number two. Mm -hmm. Spooky or not spooky opinions. 
and don't represent the views of anyone we've worked with now, anyone we work with previously, any employers who we work with now or currently, or anyone we volunteer with or anyone else, mm -hmm. frankly. Any likenesses to individuals that you know in real life are purely alive, alive or dead. <laughs> or the spookiest of all, undead. Oh. It's Ben Franklin. <laughs> Oh God, no! <laughs> I told you it's a scary season. You don't need more white guys. Get out of here. Especially not Ben Franklin. I don't know why I picture him as a mooner, but I feel like he was a mooner. <laughs> so, on the topic of spooky months and spooky things, I know y'all were very scared because they're coming back and, oh, they're going to complain about stuff. Well, listen, we're surprising you this time because our first topic is actually spooky positive. We want to talk about spooky month and what we love about Halloween and all the spooky things. Yes. What I, I will say, what I don't love about Halloween and spooky time is getting sick and not knowing if it's allergies or a cold or the virus that shall not be named, even if it gives me a very sexy voice. But there. besides that, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a basic fall bitch, you guys, and girls and snakes and non-binary fellas and ladies and, and people. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. Well... For someone, for some, for someone who is like actually a huge scaredy cat, and I probably shouldn't admit this on the podcast, I I don't I don't like scary things, but I like like the scary vibes. Like I'm yeah. loving the vibes of the season right now. Whoa, dark it's, smoky it, vibes. It's just it's just a pleasant assault on the senses. Like uh, as much as the the it getting darker early is disastrously messing up my body and mental state. Mm -hmm. You know. It, the dusk and like the crunchy leaves and the wind and the this time of year has a very particular smell and I've always I've always loved the spooky season so it's also very nostalgic for like spooky seasons of yore maybe not last year's yore but <laughs> other yours last year's yours were extra spooky prior yours yeah that was a little too spooky too too spooky too furious yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like, I love, I love a good Halloween costume. Yeah. Love an excuse to eat candy. Actually crushes Halloween costumes. I don't know if y'all know that. Host number one is like costume queen. Host number one. I think we can say it's safe to say host, host number one was costume queen. Host number one is tired this <laughs> year. You can be tired and still have the talent buried within, you know? <laughs> I was very proud of myself that I put up all my Halloween decorations on, I think, October 1 Woo. because I was like, damn it, if, if I'm going to be if I'm going to be too tired to appropriately Halloween it up this year, damn it, I'm going to look at it at least. <laughs> yes. Everywhere I look in my abode, there be plastic pumpkins or something orange or something of that nature. Perhaps so. a little ghost friend in the background that I see. Perhaps a little ghost friend in the background that you see. Oh, shit. Everywhere. I love uh -oh. it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> ghost from eye to eye. Oh, no. I'm not prepared for this. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. We got it. We got it. I'm not prepared for ghosts. <laughs> ghosts are not prepared for us, either. I mean... I always kind of have this theory that they look that way because they're just as surprised to see you as you are to see them. <laughs> <laughs> like, who is this human crossing into the realm of the dead? Get out of here. Ah, people. 
go home. You can, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> they say your name three times and you come up, but Oof. you didn't even mean it. You, didn't even mean it. <laughs> you know, host, host number two, I know you're a big fan of the spooky scaries, like the actual spooky scaries, unlike scaredy cat host number one. So tell, tell, tell the lovely snakes. Why, why, what's your favorite part about okay. the spooky scary season choosing, time? Choosing a favorite part is difficult. But I, <laughs> but yes, I will happily talk about this. So for for reference, for those who don't know, um, my love of the spook runs the gamut from really cute little spooky, like quote unquote spooky, like ah, a very cute ghost, or look, that skeleton is dancing, all the way to very terrifying horror lit and horror film <laughs> and horror lit criticism. It's I I have a very big range in my house all year. I keep a couple of spooky friends out because they're cute. And I, st I stand by that. Not a lot, not a lot, but the occasional skeleton or ghost or, you know, sometimes a, a like a weird face, jack-o'-lantern, but nice, they're nice. just around. But the thing that I think is the coolest about spooky season, other than I want to just underscore Halloween, fall in general, fall smell, Yes, oh. you are so right about that. All the outdoors, the, the temperature is like perfect. It's not hot. But the occasion of voluntarily being scared or seeing something scary or reading something scary, I have found to be almost for, for I think, a contingent of people, including myself, sort of like a survival victory sort of story. So when... I am feeling my most anxious or I am feeling my angriest or my most depressed. I often will turn to scary movies because I'm watching someone go through this horrible circumstance and I'm coming out the other side. You know what I mean? Like I survived. Like, could be worse. Could be chased by an ax murderer, it's, I guess. It's true. It's but you know, I could be living in the woods cat like like in the witch <laughs> i mean it could be bad you mean my life's dream host number two yes but you see, your <laughs> life's dream is even better because there are so many nice things about your dream that i want to make come true for you i <laughs> want to be the scary witch in the woods not be <laughs> chased by the scary witch in the woods that's I, the key difference i support that follow-up thank you <laughs> if you say say that we achieve this dream and you become the scary witch in the woods and i were to visit you as just a fan <laughs> it would be it would be yeah no fan, fans 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 are welcome okay it's only fun if you're like scaring teenagers you know oh yeah that's true maybe i can help you get into teenage scaring high <laughs> they'll take the mask off but there won't be a mask it's just you the scary woods witch they're like oh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh god it really is like i don't know for me just it something about something about surviving something scary, even in sort of like an escapist way mm. really grounds me and kind of gives me a sort of hopeful, a weirdly hopeful sense at the end of it. I don't know how to explain it beyond that yeah. without getting on a diatribe. But well, I don't know if there's something like you are choosing to f it's, Maybe it has some is uh, hello. It's me host. Number one, your unlicensed unregulated therapist. <laughs> Nice to meet you. That'll be $500. <laughs> Do not take insurance. 
Donuts. Definitely do not take insurance. (laughs) (laughs) I would go to jail. (laughs) It's something about like choosing to feel that way. Like you have, it is scary and you're going to be scared, but you dictate the time and place and circumstances upon which you will feel scared versus it feels like many things happen to us in our lives that like, all right, a scary thing is happening to you now and may. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you're not being chased by an ax murderer, but like the scary thing is happening to you now. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you didn't ask for it. You didn't say I t- right now am ready to be scared. It happened to you and you have to deal with it. This is you saying, no, I am choosing to be yeah. scared right now. Yeah. It's in your control. It's like you choose the circumstances and it's also good. You know, like when you, when I was a kid, I remember someone saying, if you get scared, like look to the left of the screen and that sort of mentality when I go into horror movies, helping me to see, it helps me appreciate some of like the finer details that get lost, especially in like right now where we have so much good horror coming out hmm. to be able to see, oh, wow, that's a really cool effect and appreciate that someone is actually acting as this character. And that is sort of my way of looking off to the screen. And then that's the same skill that not always doesn't always help me. But when I'm trying to look at a scary situation, IRL, it's like, okay, this is scary, but like, let's break it down to the component parts. Let's pause. Let's look off to the side. Like what's going on. Can, it can just be, it can be a good exercise if it's your thing. It's not everybody's thing. And you didn't think we were going to give you real life advice within the first, what, (laughs) 15 minutes of this podcast. If you get scared, look to the side of the screen, kids in life as in film. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like the, the five, find five things, right? Yep. Exactly. So focus on the details of of things because it all gets lost when you're in your own head. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I'm an unlicensed therapist for a reason. Take that. Take that advice, <laughs> y'all, and run with it. That was good. Thank you. I didn't go to medical school. <laughs> you didn't need to go to medical school. <laughs> you just crushed it. <laughs> you know, now I think now that now that we've gotten into the heartwarming is weird to say the heartwarming axe murdery good times of, hol- of the Halloween and the Spooky Seas and why Halloween and the Spooky Seas is a great band name. Oh Just going to throw that out there. Yeah. Halloween and the Spooky Seas. Someone take that and then tag us on the Twitter handle that we have but don't use and email us at the email that we don't have there that we haven't provided you and send it to us. <laughs> We, you know, it's all fun. It's all fun and games and we love the season and it's nice and you get to be scary, but let's, let's get real. Let's, let's talk about some really scary shit because it is the season for scary. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to talk about what I would argue is one of the scariest things in this world. Yes. Aside from an axe murderer, although they technically could fall into this category and often do. <laughs> A man. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Dun dun dun! Where? <laughs> He's behind oh me, isn't he? <laughs> oh, they're always behind you. <laughs> oh my god! So all mo- mm, most, if not all, men are scary mm-hmm. in a variety of unique and special ways. And I think one of the scariest things is you never know how scary a man is going to be until they either reveal themselves to be the scary axe murderer that they are, or they you outlet you last long enough that you are. Never 100% sure, but very reasonably sure that they aren't going to turn out to be an axe murderer. 
Yeah. Those are your really, those are your two options. Wait until it blows up in your face or kind of hope for the best. Yes, true. So we thought in honor of the spooky month, wouldn't it be fun to try to do like a, like a ranking of scary, like a, a, a scary man tier list. Yes. From scariest to least scary or least scary to scariest. <laughs> Who all is a scary man? <laughs> yeah. So, for example, I think unlike the the not scary man category, until we find out some horrible thing, which I hope we never do, like Mr. Rogers, pretty not scary. Maybe, oh, maybe, nice. maybe he scared some little kids, but I feel like the intent was not to scare and the actual sort of delivery was not scary. Yes, those are different good criteria. He, he intended gentleness. Yes, and was warm and fuzzy. Yes. You know, I maybe... Maybe next on the rank, I would put Bob Ross, maybe. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Bob Now, I don't know. No, don't come for me. I don't know what the history was, but I feel like generally he was didn't have any dark history. Yes. As far as I know. He projected. He projected, like. I would put him above Mr. Rogers because whenever I listen to Bob Ross stuff, whenever he does the paint thwacking, if you know what I'm talking about. Yes. They're like, I find it very startling. Okay. It's very loud and very startling. And I know he laughs and makes a joke, but I'm I'm just trying to zen out and listen to some, some uh, a man with an afro yes. with paint. And I wasn't ready for that. So that's why I'm ranking him scarier than Mr. Rogers purely because of that. I respect it. I want to, and again, this is, I want to add to this list and I want to caveat with, this is someone who's all that I know about them is their public persona. So I... I cannot speak to them as like the whole human, but from what I know about them, right? Jim Henson, Jim Henson, next okay. on the list, because not only amazing puppets, but sometimes spooky puppets. Yeah, and sometimes quite spooky puppets. Some of the electric yeah. mayhem have some really weird facial features that I love, but are very frightening. <laughs> you know, one of those guys seems seems to have no eyes, but you know, what a good heart, what a good puppeteer, what good things he left us. Mm-hmm. The rainbow mm-hmm. connection. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out where Junji Ito fits on this list. Ooh. Because I don't know if you've seen, and I've seen a lot of these things on Twitter. None of them are mine. Stealing from the internet is our thing here. <laughs> of comparing him to like Hayao Miyazaki and just how their art is sort of opposite to their life perceptions like there's just photos of junji ito having a good time and partying (laughs) down it's like i want everyone to be happy and hold hands and if you're not familiar with his work he does some really good and i mean good in a terrifying way really gets you in the psyche like horror manga yeah he is awesome not axe murder like just psychological I haven't read very many, but I'm never going to forget the ones that I've read. <laughs> they are, that is my favorite brand of horror, psychological. And yeah, he does it better than almost anybody. But he, and again, this is, I don't know who, what he's like actually. So again, we're talking public persona. Totally. My understanding is he's a little bit of a cinnamon roll. <laughs> oh, a little cinnamon roll. Is he is he in the middle where man becomes art or art becomes man? <laughs> is is Junji is it the Junji Ito wall? <laughs> like, well, because because you could argue right, Jim Henson seemed like again not knowing a ton about his life history seemed like a nice 
person, maybe. Yeah. But and puppets, but like, listen, some of those puppets were scary. Yeah, horrifying, maybe. Ooh, ooh. So that's a. Uh, I don't. Hmm. I don't know anything about Don Bluth <laughs> besides the fact he made a lot of weird movies for when we were kids. Who can you give me one of his movies? Thumbelina is the one that comes to oh, mind. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so many, and Thumbelina is the only one I can think of. Uh, Secret of Nim? Did he do Secret of Nim? Oh, Secret of Nim is real spooky. Hold, hold, please, podcast listeners, while I do a little bit of light googling. The folks, the folks are googling to see what this. The, after talking about it, <laughs> <laughs> your mamas are googling. Please hold. Don Bluth, what did he do? What did he do? What did he do? I want to see. Okay. IMDb. Ah, he looks terrifying. <laughs> All dogs go to heaven. Anastasia. Wow. Titan AE. Oh, I'm not familiar with a lot of these. Bartok. <laughs> Troll in Central Park. Thumbelina. Oh, an American Tale. Oh, Secret of Nim. Pete's Dragon. That's Ooh. also a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. So the... Admittedly, I haven't watched all of the Don Bluth movies. Right. But I say Thumbelina for a reason, because these are obviously kids' movies. Mm -hmm. But the themes in them, <laughs> I put them at least, let's base it solely on Thumbelina right now, because I that's my life experience, is in the bad scary man category. Because if you haven't watched Thumbelina, the, the cartoon, the movie, it's basically tiny little lady girl who, you know, has the hots for a prince and presumably he respects her. We're never really clear on that. But she gets kidnapped by a variety of creatures and things that are all trying to get her to get married to bear a variety of creatures and things against her will. That's like literally the entire plot for the most part of this movie. Yes. <laughs> and if that's not... A little too accurate to real life. Uh, have sex with me or I'll do like nah, things. Then yep. you won't be happy about it. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know what I'll do. So maybe, yeah. So maybe we can. And again, yes, we're going to miss categories. If we did every man, we'd be here until we died. Yes, it would be literally. And as spooky as that is. And I don't want to waste my life. Categorying. Categorying. Categorying is the word now. Categorying every man. Yes. But so we're just, we're spitballing. Yeah, and I'm I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna add on real quick. Secret of Nim, and All Dogs Go to Heaven, and probably Five Old Two. I don't remember as much. There were some horrifying parts of those movies as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of implications about what goes to hell if All Dogs Go to Heaven. <laughs> as a child, I was traumatized. Oh no! <laughs> laughing. Wait, I have I have to check one more thing. Oh, what is that other one called? Hold on. I got to check. Land Before Time. Oh, that was also, that also like hits you. Oh, the... Brave Little Toaster. Oh, just, he do Blair, oh, Brave Little Toaster is its like own category. I don't, I don't think, did he do that? It in and of itself is not a man. <laughs> <laughs> that should be its own category. <laughs> oh, no, no, surprisingly not. Okay. Oh my God, I saw a picture of the clown. Now I'm traumatized. Cool. Everyone's we'll afraid. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, if if the Brave Little Toaster was a man, it would be the most scariest thing on yes, this list. It would. it would. So let's let's. I mean, we're 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 hanging around in the middle. We kind of got some good, some of the some of the quote unquote good guys. Let's let's scooch a little up, uh, a little higher up. Mm -hmm. So I would say like near the top, right? 
Pro- probably, probably literally Hitler. Yeah. Just okay. Generally, people who are responsible for mass genocides. Yes. I think you generally go at the top of the list. Yes, all of them. You know, I guess I would put Ted, Ted Bundy above Brett Kavanaugh, but you know, it's a toss up. <laughs> yeah. Because you, one of them, oh, go, go ahead, go ahead, host over two. No, I, you say what you were going to say, because I don't, I don't, if well, this is your thought, I don't want to. Well, my logic is like the one leads to women's deaths directly and immediately. Yes. And one leads to women's deaths indirectly and drawn out over time. Yes. And so I suppose if we're talking about immediate impact, Ted Bundy would go higher. Immediate impact, yes. But if we're talking about like volume of impact, yes. which honestly, if we're talking about genocide up at the top, then maybe Brett Kavanaugh should go above Ted Bundy. It's a good question. This is, I'm, I also, I, I sh- we shouldn't be joking about this. Murdering women is not funny. No. So I'm just going to put in the side note that was people who go around mass murdering people or just mass murdering women, especially are scum of the earth. Yeah. But for the sake of this list, just like people who, you know, restrict women's bodies and what they can and can't do, this leading to the, uh, the ruining of many lives and the deaths of many people are also terrible sons of bitches who yes. deserve nothing good. So, you know. They all belong on this list. You know who else is a scary man belongs on this list? Lindsey Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just also, uh, the governor of Florida or whatever he was. Because, huh? yeah, just actively out actively out here trying to kill your the people who were, you work for? That's interesting. Interesting <laughs> move. Yeah, definitely not a Batman villain. Oh, wait, totally yeah. Batman villain. Well, I think that's what, that's, what, that's what it is now, right? As a society, we much more, we kill and murder in horrifying ways much more indirectly. Yes. Which is not as immediately horrifying. Mm-hmm. But if you like sit up and think about it for more than two minutes, it's that, you know what? And again, I'm towing the line of what's acceptable. That's where it gets into the psychological horror territory. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's, it almost, I think about your frog in the boiling water analogy and mm. like how scary that is objectively. But when mm. you're in the midst of it, sometimes it's easy to not notice. Mm-hmm. That's also got a very psychological horror component to it Uh, yeah or you know the the like stepford wivesy things that's not horrible we're in a situation like something is a little off and you can't Mm -hmm. put your finger on it oh yep that makes me want to watch the stepford wives i only know the metaphors and the similes i've never seen i've seen the remake which i mean there's only been two i think so the newer one but yeah i don't know yeah nothing i don't know interesting well, uh, so yeah, wait, how many, uh, Vlad the Impaler, now he's thematically appropriate. Yes. He's uh, scary. He, I mean. Murder killed a lot of people. In very horrible ways. In very horrible ways. So yeah, so I guess that's, uh, oh boy. He's going, he's, he's up at the top of the list, I think, with the genociders. You know, the next time we're ranking men, mm. we should do it in a quadrant. Ooh, yeah. We should do a next next another episode we should do a bad man quadrant. Yes. Yes. And it can it can be like, you know how there's like chaotic good, chaotic neutral, whatever. Mm. There can be violent bad. Ooh, or, yeah, 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 yeah. Psychological horror bad. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and then draws bad. <laughs> 
like does good things but can be perceived as frightening. <laughs> Paints too loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we're we're workshopping, right? It's episode one of season two. We're workshopping, so this is a rough, a rough, scary tier list. So generally, you know, on the scale of 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 warm and fuzzy, no horror of any kind to you know, not warm and fuzzy and object brutality. That's, that's our range. But yeah, we, we got room for, for, for quadranting and we can do like a, a an alignment chart of Ooh, bad men. Yes. Alignment chart. <laughs> D and D snake fans out there. Uh, alignment chart for bad men. Uh, they're definitely into it. <laughs> I can feel the energy. So, you know, now that we've expertly wrapped that up, and have a perfectly balanced tier list and have covered every single man who's bad, yeah. every single one on this list. Good. Let's wrap it up by bringing it more, more to the immediate present. And uh, let's, let's brainstorm some ways that on these times of year that everyone really, really, really wishes hard were normal, <laughs> but still despite all of some of our efforts are not, <laughs> you know, how how can one uh, celebrate Halloween? Get into the good Halloween spirit in these still pandemic times, y'all. <laughs> We're still here. Hi. <laughs> these times only are precedented because we went through last year. <laughs> the scariest thing is that we're still here. Yes. Yes. So how will we, how, how can you, snakes, etc., celebrate this year's Halloween? Well, you know just gonna throw out the obvious one out there one that i like i know and love scary movie marathon at your house pick a franchise Ooh, yep franchise. yep last year it was um child's play and you just watch through all of them and they're all pretty bad and, all right and that's your halloween happy halloween <laughs> you know i think if you are going to be spending or if you are associated with fully vaxxed individuals over the age of 12, and mm -hmm. I hope that the only people you affiliate with are fully vaxxed individuals over the age of 12. Likewise. You know, you can have an outdoor gathering of some kind Ooh, with some good airflow. Uh, as a person who's always been a fan of having Halloween parties. I'm not really jazzed to be in a small space with all my friends, but Fair. I'm super jazzed to be in an open space with some of my friends. Yes. That sounds like a delight. You know, we already touched on this. You could decor your house because just because, you know, I've seen some amazing lawn decor, by the <laughs> way, and I live in a place where there's not really much lawn to speak of, but wildly <laughs> impressive. But hey, you know what? A lot of us are working from home. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't have places to go. Do it for yourself. If nothing else, if it makes you happy, like put up, put up those those skeletons and those ghost lamps. Oh yeah, and those light up pumpkins and those little skulls, and just do it, man. Hanging hanging all over the house. You don't have one. You got some construction paper. Make your own. Cut out little. Cut out some pumpkins. Make some little paper paper chains. Oh, have a good time. Chains. Do it, guys. <laughs> Tell us your favorite. I I'm a basic fall bitch. So like, I love me some apple stuff. Yeah. I love me some pumpkin stuff. Don't come for me. If you like pumpkin spice, more power to you. I used to love pumpkin spice. Not a huge fan now, mm -hmm. to be honest, but still love pumpkin stuff. Yes. There's a lot. Loves pumpkin stuff. Loves. If it's got pumpkin in it, I'm going to try it. And that's a rule. <laughs> you have my full support as a fellow basic fall bitch. <laughs> You know, 
uh, uh, you, if you want to, and this is where host number one scaredy cat tendencies come out to play, you know, you could play, try, try some Bloody Mary or Ouija board. I won't. <laughs> Maybe I won't. <laughs> your housemates you... with the Ouija board by making you say things like, you clean out the fridge. <laughs> Do you not have enough ghosts in your house? Do you want to try to see if you could have more ghosts in your house? Give it a try. Yeah. I mean, the more the merrier. <laughs> As I understand it. Arguably the least scary thing about this season. Get a booster shot if you're eligible for it, man. Oh, hell yeah. Get that. That's a celebration in itself. Oh, yeah. You can roll up to your friend's outdoor Halloween party, rocking that Band-Aid on your arm. Mm -hmm. Go as Popeye. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, show it off. Show it off. (laughs) Be proud. Be proud of that booster. You're protected. And you might Mm -hmm. have a cool Band-Aid. Yeah. If you're lucky. (laughs) <laughs> and you know for the very few remaining anti-faxers out there <laughs> didn't they all didn't we say they all they're all listeners now at some yeah, point some, at some point in season one some weird stuff happened and now some of them are listening for some reason <laughs> i think you're right so to you all you anti-faxers who i know are not snakes have you considered spending your halloween by doing something fun like flying to a private island with a hundred of your closest friends and bobbing for apples. Surely nothing bad will happen. Nothing bad will happen. You can stay there for weeks. It's a fun Halloween tradition. It will boost your immune system. Plus apples. You know? Mm -hmm. You won't Mm -hmm. won't get sick at all. And then you can brag to all your vaccinated friends about how you beat COVID with your tough immune system. Everybody loves it. Halloween fun. (sighs) <sighs> go to florida i hear they're having a great time Ooh, Bobby yes. for apples there actually so yes that's see that's that's hot insider info yeah the snakes apples. have have for some reason stuck around god bless you snakes holding florida together <laughs> it is snakes it is a bed of snakes <laughs> so go bob for apples on a bed of snakes and uh celebrate the season in your really dumbass way send us a selfie how did you celebrate? Yeah, because then we can, you know, show the medical staff at the hospitals there and they maybe won't. <laughs> they won't. <You> know. <laughs> maybe they just won't. <laughs> they won't. You're correct. That's all I'll say. You're correct. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary folks and snakes and other beautiful, wonderful and magical creatures. He. This season will, I'm sure, continue to be full of spookies and surprises. Mm-hmm. Both the the spooky season and the podcast season, of which we are starting now. We've got special guest hosts. We've got more holiday thrills and chills, and dare I say, some spills. Ooh, I love a spill. And don't you worry, uh, very patient listeners from last year, ample opportunity decaying some of those snake tokens get ready for that pencil y'all we haven't forgotten (laughs) we've got the stockpile of pencils no one's gotten enough snake tokens to claim a pencil yet but that's fine they're not going anywhere they are waiting there just for you yes you have to earn it you have to earn it you'll be prouder don't you worry there is a stencil with your name on it crudely carved (laughs) (laughs) just waiting for the trade-in with some tokens (laughs) so stay tuned everyone it's good to be back with y'all Remember, the scariest thing about this season is a skeleton lives inside of all of us. Mm, And we covered in a fleshy, fleshy meat sack. Mm -hmm. 
and your teeth, <laughs> in the words of Titus Andromedon, your teeth are bones that live outside and hang from your lips <laughs> like bats. <laughs> take that, take that home with you and ruminate on it for a little bit. I do yes, it's a prompt. <laughs> so yeah, cover up, cover up those outside bones with a mask. Uh, indoors, those are outside bones only. Cover up those outside bones indoors with a mask. Yes. Get your booster if you can, mm -hmm. and be 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 good to one another. Yes. Consensual consensual scaries only, please. Yes, consensual scaries only is a very good point. Party safe. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. We're back, baby. Woo! See you soon. Bye. Bye.